0: PFG Private Wealth Management LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. The topics and information discussed during this podcast are not intended to provide tax or legal advice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed insurance agents.
1: The rules of retirement have changed. No longer can most of us rely on Social Security or a single pension to fund our futures. We're living longer and retirement doesn't just last a handful of years anymore. Instead, you might stay retired for 20 or 30 years and maybe even more. We need to look at retirement through a new lens, with fresh eyes, with a new approach and plan of attack. Here to answer the call are financial advisors, John Texera and Nick McDevitt of PFG Private Wealth Management, serving you throughout the Tampa Bay area. This podcast is Retirement Planning Redefined, and it starts right now. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome into another edition of Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick from PFG Private Wealth. Find them online at pfgprivatewealth.com. That's pfgprivatewealth.com, where you can check out a lot of good tools, tips, and resources. Schedule some time with the team or subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to use. And on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about planning for things that we cannot predict. There's many things in life that are just out of our control and we can't predict yet We somehow have to figure out a way to bring these things into the fold when it comes to our retirement strategies. And if we knew the answers, these things would be a lot easier to do, right? Just like saying, if we knew when we were going to pass away, you guys could build the greatest plan anybody's ever seen. But we don't come with a timestamp on us. So we have to figure out a way around some of these complicated questions and construct a plan that handles these, but also works with the unknown. So we'll get into that in just a second. But what's going on, Nick? How are you doing?
2: Doing pretty good, thanks.
0: Yeah. How's the, uh, how's the old puppy doing? I've got mine next to me right now while we're taping. Um, unfor-
2: unfortunately she passed like a month ago. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't
0: mean to do oh, that. Oh, it's all
2: right. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I don't, I don't, I don't take it like that. I just, um, I was going to say something earlier and then I just kind of left it, but yeah. So it, it, it's, it's been a, a bit of a crazy
0: month. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that. It's always rough when we, when we lose the a little, our little furry friends there as well, but, uh, hopefully, Things will get better for you, and uh, we'll talk about something. A well, you can't predict that kind of stuff, right? So we'll, uh, we'll get into that kind of conversation here in a second. John, what's going on with you?
1: You know, t- today's topic is pretty fitting. Um, I couldn't predict that the house I bought had a... Uh loose uh ac drain and uh currently all the floors in my master bedroom on hallway are ripped up oh. so so uh there you go it's uh going going well uh, yeah. as well as can be so uh we're we're uh we're adapting to uh the renovations in our house currently i just sent nick some pictures of it and he's like whoa oh
0: wow well, I put my foot in my mouth already to start the show, so we'll get into it. But, you know, I mean, yeah, that's the, I guess that fits really well, though, with the over conversation is because there's a lot of things. I mean, life is unpredictable, right? Murphy's Law, whatever you kind of want to subscribe to. Uh, and so we still have to somehow plan for some things. Look at the state of the world, right? Who would have predicted 7.9% uh, inflation rate? Who would have predicted what's worse, what we're seeing you know, in the Ukraine and so on and so forth? So it all affects the financial side. So we'll turn our attention there as we typically do. And uh, a lot of times, guys, with what you do for a living, I imagine, and I talk to advisors all across the country, when they meet people uh, that do what you guys do for the first time almost inevitably somebody goes, Hey, so when's the next market crash, right? They kind of like you guys somehow some know this magical information that when the next market crash is going to be, well, you can't predict for that, John, but you still got a plan for being able to retire in any economy, regardless of what the market's doing.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know, this, point I'm going to say probably goes for all of all of these uh, things we're discussing today is you really want the flexibility to adapt for um, any? You know, I don't say any. A, a lot of situations that come up in retirement, and one of those are you know a market pullback or, or a crash. Um, you know, some things to put yourself in a pretty good position is you know um, we, we kind of stress this is, is having a decent cash savings. So if the market is crashing, you know you can rely on your cash savings for income during that period of time, so you don't. Uh, sell any you of your losers and realize those losses. So there's a lot of things you can you can't predict it, but you could definitely set yourself up in a situation where you can adapt to it to put yourself in a good situation moving forward.
0: Yeah. And as I mentioned on the last podcast, we were talking about the fact that We were dealing with overconfidence as one of the money biases, and you know the last several years, it's been easy to get confident in the market, you know. But when we start to see these downturns or corrections, like we're going through right now, people get nervous and they tend to do the wrong thing. So you can't predict when it's going to happen, but you want to make sure that you're setting yourself up in a way to to work through that. And Nick, similarly, we could talk about healthcare costs, right? I mean, who knows what they're going to look like in twenty years now a good bet is probably that they're going up more than likely, right? Unlike the market crash, where there is some historical data. I mean, healthcare costs, the reality is, is we're living longer. So more than likely, these costs are going up. But how can you plan for that if you don't really know? You just have to start, you know, kind of chipping away at this maybe?
2: Yeah, it's interesting because this is one thing that we can probably lock in that it will go up and will continue to go up. But from a practical sense, in a practical standpoint, you know the things that we can do are, from a planning perspective, make sure that when we're planning for them for these healthcare related expenses, that we understand what's involved. So, as an example, you know a lot of people think about, well, hey, I know that my healthcare expenses are going to get higher later on the ro- later on down the road, but they, many times they don't understand, and we see this all the time that even their cost for Medicare, when they switch to Medicare in retirement, there's a decent chance it's going to cost more than what they're currently paying for their health benefits through their work. And Because a lot of people have that concept that it it goes down versus uh, most likely going up from a premium perspective for for a lot of people. Using like a a higher inflation number for those healthcare premiums and healthcare-related expenses, um, which is something that we make sure that we do with clients where... We'll use a three and a half to four percent inflation number on healthcare related expenses in the plan, which tends to be, you know, one to two points higher than the rest of the categories in for inflation. So, you know, things like that where we can't predict it, but at least from a modeling standpoint, we can kind of, you know, use a prudent person rule of, you know, making sure that we at least model those things to be a little bit higher and faster, you know, yeah. increasing costs, um, especially when we look at. How those plans are being financed by the government, which is not great.
0: Yeah, that's a great point because uh, you know even in normal inflationary times, right? What is it? The two industries that outpace even regular inflation on the regular is uh, college tuition, right, and healthcare. So, oh yeah, you know, so you, you, while college tuition may not be affecting as many of retirees or as maybe pre retirees, uh, the healthcare certainly is going to affect them. So you got to take that into account and definitely start strategizing for those healthcare costs. Putting your head in the sand is not going to help you out 20 years later when you need it. And John, you could kind of make that same argument really about the tax rates, right? The smart bet, the the money is probably on the fact that, yeah, they're going up, but... God willing, you're going to live mul- through multiple administrations in retirement. So, you know, to say, well, what are tax rates going to look like three presidents from now? Who knows, right? Administrations are going to do what they got to do.
1: Yeah. And that's where, again, it's important to flexibility to adapt to the situation and how you get flexible is diversifying your assets uh, from a tax standpoint. So, you know, it, you might want to look at, you know, increasing your Roth contributions uh, if you have a Roth 401k at work or uh, eligible to contribute to a Roth IRA. So that could be a, a really good strategy. So that way, if tax rates are up, when you're taking your income, you could say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna take some of uh, my tax-free income this year or for these next couple of years. And you can really adjust to that situation. Um, and not just only with Roths, but there are, you know, you could go outside of retirement accounts and, and kind of deal with capital gains. But then you got the same issue there with what are the rates gonna be what Nick and I have been seeing quite a bit lately is clients really overfunding their HSAs and not using them, mm-hmm. uh, just letting them build up for retirement. Okay. That will be a nice, you know, tax-free distribution, you know, if qualified for healthcare costs. Which kind of also piggybacks what Nick was talking about about you know healthcare costs not knowing, knowing what they're going to be. So there are definitely different things you can do to allow yourself some flexibility. And one thing that we typically do when we're doing planning is we we do stress test these things for cl- certain clients, um, where we'll look at some kind of market pulls back, market pullbacks, how, do, how does your plan look like if there's a 20% pullback? What if healthcare costs go up? What if inflation goes up? So there's definitely things you're gonna do to prepare.
0: Now those are some great points right there because we again we don't know what's going to happen. The smart money is taxes are probably going up. We've got thirty trillion dollars in debt. There's almost uh, forty plus trillion dollars in retirement money sitting out there uh, that taxes haven't been collected on. So if that doesn't have a bullseye on it, you know you're probably kidding yourself. So trying to be as tax efficient as we can today uh, could be beneficial because again we have no idea what it would look like three presidencies from now. So these are again things we cannot predict, but we certainly got to still plan for some of the options that are out there. And, Nick, I joked earlier that if we had an expiration date stamped on us, like a gallon of milk, you guys could build the greatest you know, retirement plan for each individual that they've ever seen. But we have no idea how long we're going to live. And I could use my own self as an example for the listeners. You know, my brother died at 50. So I'm 50. My brother died at 57. My father at 63. My grandfather at 60. It would be easy for me to say, hey, I'm going to spend all my money between now and the age of 65 because I'm not going to be here, so I'm going to party but yet that's not responsible cuz what if i'm wrong technology has changed and of course what am i doing to my spouse
2: yeah this is always an interesting one it's probably the source of the most quote unquote jokes from people you know whether it's clients or people that are attend that attend our classes that sort of thing and and really you know from a practical sense where this comes in is you know how long do we plan for so when we're building a plan 99% of the time we plan to age 100 and when we plan to age 100 for clients we can see what how much money is there at age 85 and age 90 and you know all those sorts of things and uh, you know the thought process is that if if the plan works until age 100 then the probability of it being successful up into uh you know 80 85 etc is much higher and the plan what it will also help us do is for those people that do want to make sure that they spend their time early on in retirement really doing the things that they want to do no matter how much bluster there can be about you know cuz again usually it's some sort of like internal insecurity or an in- internal bias that has them talking about passing away early but sometimes what we found is that you know really they're just saying that because they don't want to deal with the concern of running out of money it's almost in a weird sense Comforting that, hey, if I pass away early, then I don't have to worry about money. This planning thing isn't right. important. I don't have to stress about it. Yeah. No big deal. Um, so in actuality, when you kind of go through the planning process and and you do see where you sit and you do see, hey, you know, maybe I can do the things that I want to do, and I can still, you know, make sure that there's money down the road for a spouse, you know, all these sorts of things, it actually really kind of ticks up the confidence. Um, and They will enjoy those things much more than having that uncertainty because, and I've seen it with, you know, across the board because what ends up happening, I I mean, and again, just seeing it being in this business, people that had that thought process 60 today, you know, used to feel like 50, 70 today feels like it, you know, when people were 60, you know, 15 years ago. Nobody realizes how, how old they are, you know, or they, they have this perception of that they're going to feel a certain way and you know usually that's not the case yeah, so yeah. Um, you know, planning for all scenarios is is really important.
0: No, definitely. I mean, my mom's always joking. She's 80 and she's forever saying, you know, I don't feel it, you know, when I, if I'm, you know, if I'm not moving or if I'm not doing anything, I don't feel like I'm 80. She's like, in my mind, I still feel like I'm 30 or 40. She's like, until I look in the mirror or I try to move a certain way.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And you know, know, I, um, unfortunately I had to go up to, um, New York for a, a funeral this past month and, my dad and I uh, flew up, and and we walked into the room with some family members and stuff like that. And you know, after the the initial reminder that we're no longer in the South uh, due to how loud <laughs> it was um, and all of the swearing, we you know, somebody said something about because that side of the family, I was always one of the younger. And they're like, "How old are you going to be?" And I was like, "I'm going to be 40 this year."
0: What? And right, everyone
2: yeah. like look, and they're like, and I was like, "You know what that means." You guys are really old now. Yeah. Like, so you know, again, it's that whole concept of people just don't realize it. And the concept when you're younger of what you're gonna feel like or what it's gonna feel like when you're older, it never tends to be that way. So it's important to to really plan.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you, you gotta plan for these things, even though we can't predict them how long we're gonna be around, tax rates, healthcare costs. Uh, market crashes, whatever the case is. These things are, again, probably going to happen throughout your retirement. And if you have a nice long retirement, which you certainly hope that you do, uh, you might be retired 20, 25, 30 years. You're going to experience multiple things with some of this stuff that you can't necessarily predict for, but you still have to strategize to hopefully have the retirement that you want in any economy, in any circumstance. So that's where planning comes into place. Uh, And that's what you got to reach out to the guys for here on Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick at PFGPrivateWealth.com. That's where you can find them online, PFGPrivateWealth.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever platform you like to use, Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. And we'll be back with more episodes coming up in a couple of weeks. Nick, thanks for hanging out as always. John, good luck with those floors, man.
1: Thanks. I definitely
0: need it. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Nick, we'll see you next time here on the podcast. This has been Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick from PFG Private Wealth.